The club had just let out and I was everyone's designated driver. As we all climbed into my yellow Toyota, an old man plopped down in my passenger seat. The look on my face must have been priceless because my friends were in the back seat in hysterics. <laughs> now when an old person does anything out of pocket, you excuse them. They've paid their dues and can pretty much get away with anything. Now I wasn't afraid of the man. Me and two of my friends were well over six feet and our homegirl never went anywhere without pepper spray. So safety wasn't an issue. I was willing to allow the old timer to realize his error and be on his way. When my friends stopped laughing, I asked the man, Sir, can I help you? And I will never forget what came out of his mouth. 51st and Telegraph. I had to make sure I wasn't hearing things. I said, what? He repeated himself, 51st and Telegraph. This old man had confused my car for an actual taxi cab. My friends were egging me on. Oh, Chaz, you have to do it. Yes, please give this man a ride home. This is going to be awesome. What the hell? I started my engine as the man began to clear his throat. <clears throat> These young girls at the disco ain't built like they used to be. They used to care about themselves and what people thought about them. They wouldn't be caught dead leaving the house half naked, half hanging all out. Nowadays, they might as well show up in their undergarments. I nodded my head, but it didn't matter, because the old-timer never turned to face me. His head was slumped over in his chest as if it were too heavy to hold upright. My friends and I didn't even want to breathe too loud. I come to these bars to spend my social security check. You know them people send me a check every month. My wife wouldn't approve of me drinking all week like I do. Curious, I asked him, where is your wife? She's at Jefferson Memorial, plot 318. I'm plot 319, but I'm part vegetarian, so I got a lot more life to live. You know, when I first met Elise, she smoked. She was too classy to throw back the bottle, and even though I never smoked a day in my life, I'd catch the rings of smoke she blew with my mouth. That always made her smile, and I lived on the edge of her smile. I could get that woman a smile out of her misery. But when her cough got worse, I suggested she lay off the smokes. But that made her frown, and I wanted that smile back. So I bought them, and she smoked them. And she coughed, coughed all the way over to her grave at Jefferson Memorial. I miss my Elise. And even though I hate these young girls don't wear more clothes, I love watching them smoke and smile. I slowed my car at the corner of 51st and Telegraph. Is this you right here? I asked, pointing to the old Victorian home. Yep, that's me. Are you going to be all right? My granddaughter looks after me. She's a nurse. I rolled down my passenger window to make sure the old timer made it inside okay. How much I owe you? He asked, still convinced my Toyota was a taxi. I tell him, nothing, it's on the house. He turns around and for the first time all night looks up at me with ocean-colored eyes, looks at my friends in the back seat, then back at me and says, Who the hell are you? We all laugh as I drove off.
Many thanks to Chaz Jackson. His story was produced by Snaps, Pat, and C.D. Miller. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.